Welcome back to Blackbuster. This is, uh, you already know what show this is, man. I ain't even gonna tell you. You, you already know. Uh, world famous Blackbuster. Nah, just kidding. We're not world famous. We're, uh, 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 famous in my brain. Um, I'm your host, Malcolm Russell Nelson. Thanks for coming back, listening for another episode. Uh, today we're starting, uh, we're starting the final walk for this season. Uh, this is us heading towards the end of the season. Only a few more episodes left, everybody. Uh, so, uh, today we're, this final walk is going to be, um, a specific conversation about something. Uh, we are, as of right now, we are, as of recording, we are a couple of days, uh, post the Oscars, the 2023 Oscars, 90, what, 95th? 98th, 99th, I, I don't, I don't know, we're gonna, I should probably look that up, uh, I probably should have looked that up, but, uh, does it say here, does it even say, I don't know, we're post the Oscars, we're post 2023 Oscars, uh, what do you want from me, um, and I think that there's been some omissions, uh, you know, a lot of people are very happy about all the Oscars, uh, I think there's been some omissions in the nominations. Um, so I'd like to discuss some of those omissions and the nominations in a series I like to call Oscar Whoopsie. Uh, <laughs> probably, I probably shouldn't call it that. That's really stupid. <laughs> it was the first thing that came to my mind, and I thought it was funny. Uh, I should, maybe I should just go with it. Oscar Whoopsies. Yeah, Oscar Whoopsies. Uh, so... Uh, this is part one of Oscar Whoopsies. Uh, we're covering a specific film uh, and a few performances from that film that I think any of these performances could have been up for Oscars. Uh, and one of them should have been actually a winner. Um, so let's get into it. The film today that we're talking about is 2022's The Woman King. Uh, directed by Gina Prince Blythewood, uh, which you might know Gina Prince Blythewood from uh, recently doing The Old Guard, but yo, she made Love and Basketball, uh, a seminal film in the 2000s. Very important film for a lot of us, a lot of us young bloods out there. Um, Gina Prince Blythewood is a legend. Uh, not not enough not enough uh, not many movies in her catalog. There should be more. Um, I mean, let's just, let's just go down the list. Feature films that she made. Love and Basketball is the first one. Uh, Secret Life of Bees in 2008. Uh, you know, important for when you're young. Uh, Beyond the Lights. Bro, uh, a movie I still haven't seen, actually. And I've, I've, it's been on my list for years because I love Gugu and Bathara. Uh, I've, I need to watch that. Uh, Before I Fall, then The Old Guard, now The Woman King. Um, you know, she's, she's made some, like, TV episodes and stuff. She's, she's filmed some TV. Oh, she did a episode of Cloak and Dagger. I didn't actually know that. That's cool. Man, I loved Cloak and Dagger. What a great television show that was. Um, but anyway, Jan Prince Blythewood, uh, directed this movie. Uh, it was a theatrical release. Uh, pretty big movie. The, <laughs> the story, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Uh, the story came from Maria Bello who's also an actress. You might know Maria Bello as the actress who took over <laughs> the role of Evie in the Mummy movies, uh, in the third Mummy movie, uh, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. 
But uh, Maria Bello, you know, she, she I guess, uh, went to Benin in 2015 and kind of came up with the story from there, uh, which is really interesting. Um, but yeah, this movie rules, uh, first off. It's available now on Netflix to watch if you want to watch it. Um, it's sort of a historical drama, uh, but also it's an action film as well. Um it is about the Agoje, uh, an all-female warrior unit uh, protecting the West in uh, West African nation of Dahomey. In the uh, in the I mean, this is what the nineteenth century that the movie takes place in. It's a nineteen twenties. So Viola. So the here we go. Let's start down this list. Viola Davis is the lead. She is the titular character. She is the lead. Uh, she is general. Uh, who is training the next generation of warriors. So she plays Naniska. Uh, fantastically. Uh, we also have uh, Thusu Ambedu, who plays Nawi. She's the new young recruit. We also have uh, Sheila Atim as Amenza, who is one of the generals. Uh, one, one of the generals... Uh, you know, number she's she's like number three. She's 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 number three. Because number two is Lashana Lynch as Izogi. Uh Izogi. <laughs> oh, man. Uh there's a bunch of other people in it too. John Boyega plays the king uh of the of Dahomey. Um and a really fun performance from him. Uh, and there's a bunch of other people. Yo, this really handsome looking dude, George, Jordan Bulger, uh, who I, oh, I do know who that dude was. He was in the book of Boba Fett. He was the dude with the eye patch, I think, in the book of Boba Fett. That guy's really handsome. He is like crazy good looking. It's kind of wild. Good for him. Uh, Hero Fine Tiffin is in it too. Uh, a bunch of other people, but... We're here to talk about four specific performances. And that is Viola Davis, Thusa Mbedu, Lashana Lynch, and Sheila Tim. Alright. Let's start off with Let's 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 start you know what? Let's let's start off with the big dog. Let's start off with the big dog. Izogi. So Izogi is the number two. Uh Izogi is the lead trainer, I guess. Um she she's the number two of the army, you know. She's She's savage. She's awesome, man. Izogi is a little bit of the comedic relief in the movie. Um, but she's also, like, the baddest one in the movie. She's so dope. Lashana Lynch has been in several things um, and has been a scene stealer in several things. Uh, you'll know Lashana Lynch uh, mostly movie-wise. You'll know her from Captain Marvel. She, from the movie Captain Marvel, 2019's Captain Marvel. She plays uh, Maria Rambeau, Monica Rambeau's mom. Uh, and Carol's bestie, who obviously they're clearly in a relationship together, and they just forgot to write that in. Um, but you would also know her as Nomi from No Time to Die, the new 007, who is amazing. She is fantastic in that movie. Steals the show. Every time she's on the screen, your eyes are immediately drawn to her. And that's very much what this performance is as well is that every time she's on the screen in this, your eyes are immediately drawn to her. You are watching Izogi. Uh, Lashana Lynch is fantastic in this movie. I'll be honest, I think she should have been nominated for a supporting role for this movie. 
and she she could have won. I think she could have won. Um, because this is a star making performance. That's that's the thing. This is this is easily a star making performance. Um, you know, she Lashana Lynch isn't a household name, but she should be, especially after this. Um <laughs> the first time you see her, she's training Naoi, or she's, you know, talking to Naoi and says, you know, the first rule of training always follow Izogi. Like always listen to Izogi. And now he looks at her and she says, I am a Zogi. Like, with these really big eyes. It's so good. Uh, Zogi is, also gets the, uh, first off, spoilers for The Woman King. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. If you haven't seen it yet, I'm going to spoil this movie right now. I'm going to give you a big, big old spoiler right now. So, if you haven't seen it, go watch it right now. It's two hours and like 12 minutes. Go watch it real quick, then come back. Okay, thanks for coming back. Here we go. So, uh, Azogi breaks your heart in the movie because she's, she's the death that hurts the most. Um, so, uh, Naoi, during her training stuff, uh, goes and, like, during the, during the final, uh, contest, I guess you could say, to prove who's actually going to join the Agoje, uh, goes back into the, the first part of the of the challenge it's like an obstacle course the first part of it is this like field of thorns that you have to like crawl through which made my skin crawl just watching it like it, it was so uncomfortable just to watch uh and now he goes back and into the into the field of thorns and grabs their friend um you know and later on uh Azogi is pulling the thorns out of her feet and stuff and is is helping her out and it's like why did you go back for your friend like why why did you do that and she was like because she's my friend i want her to be here with me too um and so towards the end of the movie azogi and now we have been captured uh after the big fight uh they've been captured by the slavers uh and uh ode uh the o- ojo oh oh yeah ojo right the oyo sorry the oyo um so they've been captured by the Oyo, and uh, they plot this escape that, okay, when they're being sold, uh, both Izogi and Naoi are going to knock out the guards, grab their guns, and then run. Just keep going until they make it to the river. Um, and they start the plan, they start doing this. Izogi takes off, sees that Naoi is like being held back by a bunch of people, and Izogi... Azogi heads back in for Naoi and they get shot down. Gets literally shot down, like three shoot like three shots to the chest. Uh and Lashana Lynch's acting here is incredible. Cause she has this like shock and awe and horror on her face. She she's really good with dramatic acting with her eyes. Like she she has very powerful eyes. Um, she's very good at showing them. Uh, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to see her go down. Uh, she just kind of like crumples down in the middle of the field. Like it's horrible. It's horrible. And I, I felt it. I felt an emotion (laughs) when watching that. It really hurt, man. Um, so yeah, Zogi breaks your heart. But I, like I said, this is a star making performance. I think that... If I was going to compare this performance to anybody, I would compare it to Denzel Washington and Glory, which I think is also a star-making performance. This feels this has the same exact energy of, 
you know, when when Denzel Washington's on the screen in Glory, your eyes are glued to the screen. Your eyes are glued to the screen. You are watching him with every freaking beat. And you are with that character forever. And that is exactly how Lashana Lynch is uh, in The Woman King. And, and I mean, Denzel Washington, that's what he won his first Oscar for, was for Glory. Uh, a, a brilliant performance. I mean, that is still one of the best performances committed to film, I think. That's one of the best supporting performances committed to film. It's absolutely incredible. Um, absolutely incredible performance. And this is the same thing. I absolutely think uh, the Academy did a disservice to Lashana Lynch by not having her be nominated for a Best Supporting Actor role. Um, let's move down the line. Let's move down the line. Thuso Mbedu, uh, who plays Naoi, the new young recruit. Um, and also, again, spoilers, 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 spoilers. Also, Naniska's daughter, um, which we'll get into that a little bit more, too. But uh, Thusu Mbedu is fantastic at this. This is her first movie. Um, she's been, like, a television actress for a while, but this is, like, her first movie. She's so good. She's another, like, dynamic performance. Uh, she feels very relatable, though. She feels very real, like, a very earnest performance. I mean, she's she's the young recruit who comes in, her father sells her or doesn't even sell her, but just donates her, basically, to the military because she refuses to take any husband. Um, and so he just drops her off at the Agoje's door uh, and says, listen, maybe maybe dying in a war will do you some good then. Um, and so, you know, drops her off uh, uh, and... That begins her journey. She wants she wants to be a negoja. She wants to be a strong, powerful woman. Um, you know, she wants to be able to fight and win. But she also wants to do things her own way. She's constantly fighting against the system, constantly trying to do things her own way, you know. Uh there's a really good one <laughs> in the training bit. Uh she rigs a couple of like the training dummies so that when uh when any Agoje like lob the heads off they like spark and explode which is really fun <laughs> it was a really cool little prank it was pretty cute um <laughs> which naniska's pissed about it which is awesome um telling you this movie rules it gives you everything you need uh some really good funny bits like that <laughs> made me laugh pretty hard um so yeah, she you know she she wants to she keeps fighting back against Naniska, you know, uh, which is interesting. Uh, it's almost like there's a part of her that needs to fight back, and then you have figure it out later. Like oh, this is just this is just nature taking over. This is her fighting back against her mom. <laughs> it's just pure nature, pure instinct, um, which is really interesting. Um, so yeah, now now we. Naoi is super fun to watch. Uh, this performance was actually going to originally be uh, done by um, by Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o was one of the first people signed up for this movie. Um, and then she went and did a little more research into the history of the of, of Dahomey and their place amongst uh, the slaver trade, which gets into the historical inaccuracies of this movie, is that this movie portrays these people as being anti-slavers. Uh, that was not the case. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, that was not really the case. They actually were uh, big into helping capture uh, Africans and enslaving them. Uh, so the homie is actually not, they, they were not a super chill nation. Um, this is definitely a reversal of what actually happened in, in real life, but that's okay. Uh, this is like a super fun movie anyway. So, um, yeah, uh, Susu is just, she's wonderful. She's absolutely terrific in this movie. Uh, again, a, a smaller scale star making performance, but for your first movie, for this to be it, she she's great. She's great. She handles herself very well. I could absolutely see her getting a supporting nomination here. Um, you know, I think I think she's very good. She's very capable. Uh, you know, doesn't doesn't break your heart, but she's she's super fun and awesome to root for and watch. Uh, a good, per, a really really good performance. I could see her being nominated for a supporting Oscar. Um, which moves us to the next person, Sheila Tim. Now, Sheila Tim, you might know from a couple of things as well, uh, background-wise. Sheila Tim gets the uh, gets the short end of the stick award for Doctor Strange and a Multiverse of Madness because she's in, like, three shots, and then you're supposed to feel really bad when she dies, um, <laughs> which is real fun. Uh, she was, she's... Mostly, or she's done a lot of TV stuff. She's been in a few movies. Uh, she was actually in uh, the new Pinocchio. Uh, is that the Zemeckis one, or is that the yeah? That's 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 the Zemeckis one. She was in the Zemeckis Pinocchio, um, which I have not seen. That's a Chris White's thing. Whoa! Didn't know the Chris White's wrote that. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I I recognize her as uh, Sarah Wolf from Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, Sheila Tim, who is Ugandan, I believe. Uh, let me fact check that before I say anything. Yeah, she's Ugandan British. Uh, has this great look. She has a great look that you... Modern Hollywood has a very specific look to, like, a lot of their actresses. Um, Sheila Tim does not fit that look, and I kind of love that. Uh, and then, please, do, it, Sheila, if, if you're ever listening to this, please do not take that as an insult. I, I genuinely mean, like, you, you, she, she is this long, slender frame, you know, like, she, she, I, I don't even know what I could compare her to. She looks like a model, but, like, like, truly, like, an African model, which is really cool. Um, she, she, she's gorgeous. Uh, yeah, I, and her presence in this movie is fantastic, um, like I said, she's not necessarily the number two, because I would say Zogi is number two, uh, but Amenza is specifically like uh, uh, Naniska's confidant. She she's really the confidant. Um, maybe maybe honestly maybe Amenza is the number two, and Izogi's like the number three. But yeah, uh, Amenza is specifically like uh, the confidant for Naniska. Um, She's the one who, when Naniska had her child, uh, Amenza took the child and did did you know through gave her up for adoption, put her in the orphanage, whatever. You know, um, she's 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 great. She is she is really really notable in this movie. I think she gives a fantastic performance just as being support. Like she, her role is purely just support, and I think she's 
fantastic at that. Sometimes you need that. You need a steady spine of a role. She she is the spine role for sure. Um, she's just purely there in support. Uh, if if you're gonna put it in in Overwatch terms, she's the perfect mercy. She's she's a battle mercy for sure, but she's perfect. Like she's a good battle mercy, because there are some bits in this movie where Sheila Tim friggin' rules. She rocks the house at the end of the movie when she's beating the dude in the face with the chain, beating a slaver in the face with a chain. Awesome! It's so good. Movie rules, man. Um. So yeah, uh, that's why Oscar don't like it because it's too damn black. Um, so yeah, she she's fantastic in this. She she really she really commands great presence. Um, honestly, another actress that like when she's on the screen, you, you're paying attention to what she's saying just automatically. Like you this this was a this was a movie that was very hard to be on my phone on, even though I was watching it very late at night. Uh, it was very hard for me to be on my phone during this movie, which I love that. Uh, that's credit to Gina Blythewood, uh, Gina Prince Blythewood, excuse me. Um, the GPB, she, she, she knows how to make a movie. She knows how to command a presence. She knows how to rock the house down. Um, yeah, Sheila Tim's great in this, man. Uh, favorite moments with her? Yeah, it, I mean, it has to be her beating the dude in the face. <laughs> Like, that's, that's just, that's just, it, it don't get better than that. Let me tell you right now, it does not get better than that. Um, that is momentous. Uh, let's see here. What else do I, what else do I want to say about, uh, Sheila Tim? Um, man, she's just, yeah, she's just got a great look. She's just got a terrific look. You can't, you can't go wrong with that. Um, uh, I, I I love I love it I love her, I love her. She's wonderful. Uh, okay, so that brings us to the big dog, the big dog. Viola Davis. Now, the reason I wanted to touch on this and touch on this movie, the the reason this this movie came up for me to watch immediately and touch on is because of uh, recent events. Because of the Oscars conversation, uh, a lot of people, as soon as Oscar noms came out, there were two people that were immediately mentioned. Excuse me. I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving that yawn in. Excuse me. That was super rude of me. I'm sorry, listeners. I yawned in your ear like that. Uh, When the Oscar nominations came out, there was two names that were immediately mentioned as having been snubbed. Uh, and one of them was Viola Davis for The Woman King. And I said, wow, really? Like, when, when I first heard that, I hadn't seen Woman King yet. Uh, and so I was like, wow, really? Like, that's really interesting. Um, you know, I mean, I know it's Viola Davis. Like, she's always, you know, a fan favorite and an Oscar nom favorite. But like, wow, that's really interesting that that's the movie that, you know, they people are going to bat for for her. Um, you know, that's one of the performances that they're going to bat for for this year. That's really interesting. Uh, Viola Davis has been nominated four times before and has won one of those times. Uh, she was nominated uh, for Supporting in Doubt. Uh, she's nominated for Leading in The Help. She was nominated for Leading in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And she was nominated and won for a supporting role in Fences. Uh, 
which is fun. So she won in twenty sixteen. Uh twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, somewhere around there. But she she won that she won the eighty ninth Academy Awards. Uh so I was surprised, you know, going into this. Now, uh, a little bit of background for me. Uh, what I look for in an Academy Awards uh, nomination, me personally, what I look for is a transformative, uh, a transformative role. I'm looking for, okay, I know who that actor is, but when I watch that movie, that's not who I see. I don't see that actor. I see a performance, and I see a different character. I see someone else entirely. Um, and I was blown away by Viola Davis in this movie. I think she is absolutely terrific. And I think she earned that damn Oscar nomination. I think she's great in this movie. She's great. Um, Naniska is an interesting character, uh, given that she is the leader of this group. You know, and this movie is inherently like it's 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 still an action movie. There's still action to it. You know, a lot of really great fight sequences. Um, the first, the first, like the open of the movie, the first time you see Viola Davis, uh, there's a camp of you know some some oil uh, in the middle of the night. And they hear some noises. You know, they stop doing what they're doing. They're all like huddled around a fire. Uh, they stop doing what they're doing. One of them stands up, looks out over the veranda, you know, doesn't see anything. Sees a bunch of birds pop out of the grass. They all laugh, and he sits back down. And they hear another noise, and he they all look. And then Viola Davis pops out of the grass. All in war garb. And he's like, whoa. What is going on? <laughs> huh? That's Viola Davis? Like, Viola Davis immediately disappears and becomes Naniska. Um, just immediately. And she does this war trill. Uh, and then all of the Agoje just immediately just stand up and are ready to go. Uh, and then they wreck these dudes. She is so fierce and awesome in this movie. Viola Davis, who is... Uh, I I want to get this correct. I think she's like fifty two. Oh, what? She's fifty seven, bro. Phil Davis is fifty seven years old. Uh, wow, major queen in this movie. She rules. The action sequences in this that she does are worth the nomination right there. She's incredible in this. But there is this really great. Like I said, it's a transformative role. Um, you don't recognize you don't recognize Viola Davis at all in this. She becomes Naniska, and Naniska is fierce and scary and strong, but there's this beautiful little compassion to her as well underneath it all, um, that you get like glimpses of, and then really comes into the forefront at the end when she when she is named when uh, the king King Gezu. Uh, names her, you know, his his successor. Uh she's going to be the woman king. And she's about to give that all up because some of her soldiers are kidnapped, are taken by by the Oyo and by slavers, and she knows what's going to befall them. Because this happened to her years ago when she was when she was younger, she was kidnapped. And by Oyo, uh, by specifically the general that she's fighting against, 
uh, he led this. Um, she was kidnapped by them. Uh, she was given to the slavers and she was raped multiple times, including by the general, um, and then bore a child. Uh, and that child is who Naui is. Uh, there's this really, really great moment where, you know, now he comes after now he gets information from the handsome guy that, you know, the Oyo are gathering not just their army, but other armies to move against Dahomey. Uh, you know, now he goes to the to the bath uh, where Naniska is and tells her all this. And Naniska says, listen, like, come, like, come here. Like, where have you been? Come here. And has her go into the water. She says, listen. This happened to me. Like, I, I was captured. I was raped. I bore a child. I sent, I sent away my child. But first, I, before Amenza took her, um, I was still bleeding after I had the child. And so Amenza went to go get some help. While, while she was gone, I did something. I took a knife. And I cut open my child's arm and I stuck something in there. A tooth. A shark's tooth. And she grabs Naoi's arm and pulls Naoi over to her. And you see that Naoi has this mark on her arm. And Naoi's like, it's it's not me. It's not me. And Naniska takes a blade and cuts her open and pulls out this tooth. And it's, I mean... The high drama of this moment is really sold in the performance. Uh, because this is the softest that we've seen Naniska be, just emotionally. Like, she is emotionally very soft. Naniska's been haunted by dreams of of her past coming to kill her, or, you know, her past coming to, to bring her harm, um, to ruin her. And she she doesn't know what this is. And we think at this point that this is what this is. Uh, that the past that this monster that's facing her is this. Uh, but after Naoi is captured and, uh, you know, she decides I have to go after them. She's talking to Amenza and she says the, the dream, I realized what the dream was. The monster was me. The monster was me running from this, running from who I actually am, which is really interesting. Like it, it's, it's great stuff. And I think she, I think uh uh Viola Davis just sells the performance man she she just really sells it like i said it's a transformative performance i don't see viola davis in that role at all i see someone else i see general niska and she's powerful and she's strong and she's honestly very scary uh it's great it's a great it's a great movie again please watch it i hope you did watch it as opposed to just listening to this, because that'd be kind of a bummer. Um, uh, shout out to uh, where where did they where did they film <laughs> the Woman King? Because it, it's absolutely like beautiful environments, um, like truly truly beautiful environments. Uh, oh wow. Okay, so they so they shot in they shot in Cape Town, they shot in South Africa. Um this makes a lot of sense. This makes a lot of sense. Um yeah, it's it's beautifully shot. Uh Polly Morgan is a cinematographer, which I'm not familiar with Polly Morgan's work. 
Um, let me see. Polly Morgan's credits. Uh, the Pretty One, Slumber Six Balloons, Lucy in the Sky, Quiet Place Part Two, Where the Crawdads Sing, uh, Woman King, Spinning Man, Six Balloons. Yeah, a lot of movies I haven't seen actually. Um, but I think that Polly Morgan really nailed this. Like, I think it's beautiful looking. Like, absolutely. Oh, she did a few episodes of Legion. Wow, she did like nine episodes of Legion. Wow. Uh, she did some Call the Midwife, too. That's cool. Uh, some American Horror Story. Yeah, I think I think Polly Morgan really nailed how this looks. I think it's really, really attractive. The costuming is amazing. Um, I think that Gersha Phillips could have been up for an Oscar just for the costuming. I think costuming is really fantastic. This is... This movie is really good uh, counter-programming for the people who don't want to watch Black Panther because Black Panther is superhero stuff and look down on that because of superhero stuff. This does, like, very much the same thing. It's it's almost... You know, and I don't want to belittle this movie by saying it's like the Dora Milaje as their own movie. But, like, that's the easy, like, elevator pitch uh, for someone who doesn't want to, you know, watch just a good movie just in general. Um... Movie's fantastic, and I think that these performances were vastly underlooked, especially, especially Lashana Lynch. I think Lashana Lynch's performance in that movie is 50 times better than Jamie Lee Curtis's performance in uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Jamie Lee Curtis won. Now listen, that's nothing against Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm not, I'm not shaming Jamie Lee Curtis here. I think Jamie Lee Curtis should have gotten a nomination for Halloween 2018. I think she's fantastic in that movie. She's unbelievably good in that movie. I think she should have gotten a nomination just for that. But that was a yeoman's performance like award. You know, that was a recognition of all the previous things that you've done that we really liked award. She doesn't bring anything particularly special to the table and everything everywhere. Uh, she is, I, I've been saying, <laughs> she's the fifth best performance in that movie. And it's true. She's the fifth best performance. Um, Lashana Lynch is a, I mean, even removing, you know, the other nominees in that category this year. Uh, Lashana Lynch is unbelievable in this movie. That is a star-making performance. Star-making. And I refuse to hear anybody else say differently. It's truly an incredible performance. And I really wish that she had been recognized for it. Uh, who were the other supporting actresses this year? So, okay, supporting actresses for this year. Jamie Lee Curtis was the winner for Everything Everywhere All at Once. You have Stephanie Sue for Everything Everywhere All at Once, who is the best performance in that movie. Uh, as, as amazing as Ki Hui Kwan is, I think she's the best performance in that movie. Uh, it's, it's between the two of them. Um, and uh, as far as the list goes, she could have definitely taken that. Uh, Carrie Condon for the Banshees of Inna Sharon. Uh, Carrie Condon's great in Banshees. I think she's absolutely terrific. Uh, I'm surprised that that's not, like, a lead. I mean, like, a, a lead nomination? Because she, she is the lead... Excuse me, I'm leaving that yawning too. Excuse me again. I apologize for yawning in front of all of you. I'm surprised that she's not considered the lead uh, performance, given that she is the lead actress of that movie. 
uh, you know, there's two lead males and she's the lead actress. So I'm kind of surprised there. Um, Hong Chao and the Whale. Listen, if you're going to nominate Hong Chao for a movie from 2022, uh, have it be The Menu. Because she's terrific in The Menu. Um, and Angela Bassett in Black Panther Wakanda Forever as Queen Ramona, which is a truly fantastic performance. Again, a transformative performance. Um, Angela Bassett's very good at that in general. I think she's always very transformative. Um, that's kind of just what her career is. Uh, she's a transformative actress. You know, she gets into the role and disappears into the role. And you only see those characters when you see her. Um, and yeah, I think Ramonda is a transformative performance, specifically in Wakanda Forever. I think it's just an unbelievable performance. Maybe we'll talk about that soon. Uh, I think as far as this list goes, she should have been the winner. Um, but maybe take Carrie Condon or Hong Chao out of there and put in Lashana Lynch. Lashana Lynch for the win for me. Um, I think that's, again, actually, no, take out Jamie Lee Curtis. What am I talking about? Take out Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> take out Jamie Lee Curtis and put in Lashana Lynch. Uh, put in Lashana Lynch and you could put in, uh, Thursday and Bedu. Um, I, I, that's two fantastic performances there. And, and Sheila Tim. That's three fantastic performances there. Um, as far as lead actress, uh, you have Michelle Yeoh, who won for Everything Everywhere. You have Ana de Armas uh, for Blonde. Uh, you have Kate Blanchett. You have Kate Blanchett with the budget for Tar, uh, the first movie to star uh, Tar, Lydia Tar. Um, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, doing her you know wacky silly thing. I've never liked Michelle Williams as an actress, and I can't believe she keeps getting nominated for for Oscars. I don't think she's very good. I think she's very fake, very fake. <laughs> But that's just me, I guess. Uh, and Andrea Riseborough for Two Leslie, uh, the celebrity campaign pick, uh, Andrea Riseborough. Um, yeah, you could take out, you could definitely take out somebody there. You could take out Andrea Riseborough. I, I don't appreciate how she got that Oscar nomination. <laughs> I haven't seen Two Leslie, but I don't appreciate how she got that Oscar nomination. I'm sorry. Uh, the celebrity campaigning of that was. Madcap, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, take her out. Put in Viola Davis. Uh, this conversation really started with the the uh, anonymous Academy member who is talking a lot of trash about the Woman King and talking a lot of trash about oh, you know, if you don't put up uh, Viola Davis as as you know a, a contender, then you're being a racist. And that's silly. She just wasn't that good. Well, sir, you later revealed in that conversation that you didn't see the Woman King. And I implore you, Mr. Anonymous Person, go watch the Woman King, you jag. It's great. It's fantastic. Uh, excellent, excellent four-star movie. Um, super worth watching, especially for these performances. But we have some duties. Let's do these duties. Uh, so... Here we go. Every week on the podcast, we're looking at uh, four categories here. Four things we want to talk about. Four discussion points. Uh, and those points are... Black excellence. 
Are they the superior Negro? Black experience. How black are they? The movement. Does it further the advancement of black people? And the impact. How has it changed black cinema? So, let's start off from the top. Now, since we're talking about four performances here, we're just going to talk about them overall. I'm not going to go one by one by one by one. That's a lot of time. I don't want to waste your time. And to be honest, I should probably start getting ready to go to work. So, I'm not going to worry about doing that. Um, But... Here we are. Here they are. Let's go. Okay. So, first off, Black Excellence. Are they the superior Negro? Uh, Listen, this is a group of strong, powerful black women teaming up to take down a bunch of slavers. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say they superior as hell, dog. Yeah, they get a, they get the full black power fist on that one. Um, Black experience. How black are they? They're literally in Africa. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I could have said right now. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to say it because it was funny. Uh, no, I mean, how black are... Like, it, that's the difficult thing is because, you know, it's... They're, they're African. Uh, black, I... Again, I... There's a very specific distinction between black and African. Uh, they are African, so they are not very black. But uh, they are African, so there's that. Uh, the movement does it further the advancement of black people. Listen, this movie has a lot of great performances from actors of color, actors of the melanin. There's there's a lot of great performances here, a ton. I can't wait to see. Th- I can't wait to see Lashana Lynch in just everything. Uh, I can't wait to see her in everything. She's so good in No Time to Die, like. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see her in everything. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I think that this might change, uh, or that this might advance black people a little bit, just as far as giving more roles. Um, you know, let's put Sheila Tim in everything. Like, everything possible. Let's go, you know? Thusa Bedu, this was her first movie. Let's put her in more stuff. Let's go. Like, let's get it. Um, and Viola Davis is already a queen, you know? We're, we're going to get her another Oscar nomination and went this year she became the 18th person to be an egot which is kind of really special um but let's get her another oscar let's go it's not hard we could we could double egot her let's double egot her let's go let's do it um the impact how has it changed black cinema so here's the thing i think this has changed black cinema a little bit because once again, it's another clear distinction that uh, Oscar, rascal, you little rascal Oscar, hates black people. Hates black people. Boy, they'll, they'll, they'll champion anybody else. They hate some black folk. Uh, <laughs> um, I've already gone on my EEAAO rants. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't love that movie as much as everybody does. I think it's fine. But I think that it's been very much blown out of proportion, especially given this past year. Um, I, I think that every every year or so, there is an opportunity for Academy Awards to present themselves as, oh, we're not the racist ones. And you can tell we're not racist because of this. And this was one of those. Uh, you know, this past year, there's been a, a major rise in AAPI hatred, a uh, major, major rise in AAPI hatred just across the planet. And it's interesting. This is the year that a uh, film that starred 
a majority AAPI uh, lead cast, one best picture, one best actor, or I'm sorry, best actress, and one best supporting actor. Um, and even the white person won best supporting actress. <laughs> so I think it's really interesting that th- this is all in this year. And I, I wonder if, I wonder if Everything Everywhere came out two years ago, if that would be the case. I don't think it would. And I, I hate to say that, but I don't think it would. I think that the acclaim on this movie has been sensationalized a bit because of uh, people wanting to prove that they're not racist. It's a constant thing that happens. Um, if you want to take the AAPI route, I think it's exactly what happened with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, a lot of people sensationalized that movie. A, a very good movie. I Please, do not think that I'm not saying that that's a great movie. That's a great movie. But I think Oscar thought it was a great movie because of the, hey, I need to prove that I'm not offensive. Here's, you know, a bunch of people of color being waved in front of my face. I can pretend to like that uh, as much as everybody else and look like I'm okay. Um, Which sucks. Really sucks. And I hate that that's the thought that I have on EAAO. Uh, I hate that that's what I went in. I went into that movie with that baggage and I came out feeling like, yeah, I think I was right on that. And that sucks. I hate that. I think there are very good performances in that movie. I think it's a perfect three-star movie with three excellent performances. Um, three excellent performances. But I hate that that's where I'm at on it. So, uh, all that said is, you know, if The Woman King came out Two years ago, I think it would have actually... I think all these people that I listed today, Sheila Tim, Thusan Bedu, Bella Davis, Lashana Lynch, I think they would have been up for Oscars if the movie came out two years ago. Because it would be right in the middle of Black Lives Matter. It would be... It, I, I think that movie would have done pretty pretty well. But it didn't. And so it didn't. Um... So I think that has changed black cinema. I think that changes how we... I think people realizing that this movie was completely ignored, even though it seemed to be an odds favorite for nominations, um, specifically Viola Davis, uh, I think that that has changed black cinema a little bit and how people look at black cinema. Um, I think it's... That's the third yawn of the day. Excuse me. Excuse me. That was terribly rude. Please, the next time you see me, punch me in the face for being so rude to you. I apologize. There's a reason why I keep all this stuff in. And it's not just because I don't want to edit because I don't have time. Um, and I'm too lazy. It's because I'm too lazy. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think it's changed black cinema purely because of the reaction that people have had to it being ignored. And I think that's a powerful weapon. The Woman King, 2022, directed by Gina Prince Blythewood. A fantastic movie. Um, that's our episode today. Thanks for coming. I know it was a little bit of a long one, but I had a lot to say, uh, a lot to ramble about. Um, have a lot of feelings about this movie. I, it's it's fantastic. Again, if you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix streaming right now. Go ahead and peep it on. Uh, it's terrific. It's a terrific movie. It's so fun. Uh, it's such a good time. Um, next week, we'll have another episode. Another part of our Oscar Oopsie series. 
uh, which is really fun. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. I said it, and now I gotta stick with it. Oscar oopsie. Uh, so, um, real quick, I wanna thank my patrons. We do have patrons. I wanna thank Marcel. Marcel? Thank you. I wanna thank Andy. Andy? Thank you. And I want to thank new patron, Adelaide. Adelaide. Thank you. You can sign up to be a patron. You can get one of those thanks. Uh, we got exclusive content on Patreon. I'm about to put something up on there next week. That's going to be real fun, y'all. Real fun, y'all. Um... Yeah, uh, listen, everybody, this is this is the end of this episode. Um, follow us on BlackbusterMJRN at Twitter. Uh, you can send me an email, BlackbusterMJRN at gmail.com. Uh, you know, you can follow me everywhere personally at Cat and Malcolm, uh, pretty much on everything. Um, yeah, uh, that's that's all I got, everybody. Thanks, thanks for coming. Thanks for hanging with me. I love you. I appreciate you. Um, you know, uh, please shoot me feedback. I love feedback. Feedback's so sick, dude. Uh, but yeah, keep listening. Keep waiting for more episodes. Like I said, we're winding down on this season. Uh, season two is going to be real fun, though, let me tell you. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all I got. Until next time. Oh, man, what should, what should I do as an outro? What what do you guys want as an outro? Do, do you want that? Do you want me to do that as an outro? Are you sure? Okay. Okay, then I'll do it. <clears throat> Let's try it again. Uh, so thanks for coming, and until next time. A go je wushu! A go je wushu! A go je wushu!